Welcome to Midwestern 10. I am your host, Trevor Valero, and I also have two guests here with me. Zach Chris, say hi to everyone, Zach. What up? And I also have with us special guest Keith Weller. What's going on? Why is he a special so, guest and I'm just a regular guest? Because you are going to be the person <laughs> that is more of a co-host this time than anything else. Because that's right. what you asked to be. One okay? would argue and then that you... that would make me a special guest. But that's okay. And then that, so you are you are a special <laughs> guest, but you're not going to be a special guest for long, okay? Because you and then you bitched at me last time because you're like you didn't say anything about me, your friend. You know what? Yeah, this is my podcast, yeah. so I'm going to do what I want. That's right. You do what you want. All right, so now can we get to what we're going to be talking about now that that minute has already been wasted? Um, we are going, and now this is very special, very special, because the first time that I was trying to do a podcast when me and Keith were doing it, we ended with the NCAA tournament, and now that we're back, we are picking it up with the NCAA tournament, so this is very special to me. I definitely wanted to make sure I got an episode out for this. We are going to go pick by pick. It's not going to be very long. I promise I'll keep this short. Um, we're going to give a little insight of why we think of that, and then we will move on. Now, uh, I will go ahead and say that we'll go just ahead and start in the south bracket. Is everyone kind of in agreement that Alabama, the number one seed, is going to move on? Yes. If, if they don't drink the bleach. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next matchup we have is Maryland and West Virginia, and I'm going to go with West Virginia in this because Maryland has won only two road games all year, and both of those was against Minnesota, which was the worst team in the Big Ten. Disagree. I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I'll take Bob Huggins' uh, tournament experience, and really Maryland's just been trash outside the Comcast Center. And I think the Big 12 is a little bit stronger than the Big Ten this season. And Zach, did I heard you say you disagreed? I disagree. Maryland, Big Ten. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, in the next game, we have San Diego State and Charleston. And this is the number one picked upset among America as far as upsets go in the first round. People want to take Charleston over San Diego State, that is. But in this one, I'm taking San Diego State. What about you guys? Give me, give me watched... Charleston. Uh, okay. Okay. And why? Pat Kelsey, uh, if you look at them, they score about 80 points a game. So this two contrasting styles. San Diego State's probably one of the top defensive teams in the nation. If you look at the Mountain West, they went 0-5 in the tournament last season. And I think uh, Charleston's three-point shooting, which ranks 10th in the NCAA, they can get up and down 31 wins. They're dangerous. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to remember, they have not faced – a defense like San Diego State, and I think San Diego State's going to be the one to take it to the limit, to be honest with you. You know, a little stat there, Trevor. Any team that shoots below 35% from three-point range usually doesn't move on. Yeah, and also, this is probably going to be the most parodied year that we've ever seen, just based on the schedule so far. Oh, that's why. I don't think any. I, I don't think anything holds true in this one. I don't think. Now, with that being said, now I was talking to Keith earlier. And I said, "Watch this. We're just going to go straight chalk this year." I mean, that's just the way that it it, it's, it seems to be going. Um, so again, America did pick it. So Charleston, uh, San Diego State. That is really a pickup game. I'm taking San Diego State. Keith's taking Charleston. Zach, what say you? I'm going to take Charleston. I like an upset. Okay. Okay. I'm going to bet on that game. 
Well, I bet it, and though. yeah, because it is. Yeah, it is. No, I mean, betting is legal in Ohio betting. now. So I put money in, and then if I lose, I lose, and then I call. Oh, dude, and I the, the live bet. I'm probably up thirty percent since January one on sports gambling. It's been a game changer. See, so I mean, so if anyone needs betting advice, Keith Weller, um, that's your person of contact. He will show you all the winners, all the winners. Hey, hey we're up six hundred bucks for the year. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty hey, good about life. <laughs> You didn't do too good the other night on the Big Ten tournament there, day one there, bud. But, uh, you know. No, we had a rough day. <laughs> All right, our next game, Virginia and Furman. This is also one. This is the third most picked upset, Virginia and Thurman. I am taking Virginia. I'll, I'll let Zach go ahead here. I always, I always take Virginia. I, I actually really like Virginia. Virginia plays that that stack defense uh Furman shoots the ball really well I think Virginia probably just has a little bit too much for Furman I think it'll be closer than what you think I think the spread's only five and a half yeah it's only five and a half and Furman really depends on shooting the the three-point shot 46 percent of their shots come from three-pointers so it's it's going to be one of those things it's either hit or miss but you live by the three you die by the three and I think Virginia if they can slow that down enough with Furman. They're not going to be able to just get Man, just, and come and get as many threes as their usual. Yeah, they yeah, they'll lull you to sleep. They'll lull yep. you to sleep, and if Furman cannot get the shots off that they want to get off, and time just starts running away, and if you miss enough shots against Virginia, you miss five shots against Virginia, that's your half right there because they just play so slow and they use the whole shot clock. And, I mean, if you're, if you're going up there and you start 0 for 6 from 3, you're done. All right, and the next one, very again, a very intriguing game because Creighton against NC State. Creighton is in the top 10 in both defensive and offensive efficiency. They have all the numbers that you would want as far as a good team. How they got rated sixth, I'm not sure. I think they are very unseated in this, and with that being said, I'm taking Creighton. So a lot of the experts out there, Trevor, kind of believe that NC State, this is kind of a sexy upset pick. Um Jerkel Joyner guard, um, and then yeah, Morsell from there, uh, both potential NBA players. I think NC State underachieved this year, but I also think the ACC is dog shit. Uh, so I would ro- go ahead and roll with Creighton. What about you, Zach? On mine as well. Yeah, my bracket has Creighton as well. Okay, and uh, I'm going to start giving America's input. America took uh, Creighton over NC State, 76% to 24%. So they feel very heavily that Creighton's going to win that game. Uh, The next one, we have Baylor and UC Santa Barbara. Anybody picking the upset here? (laughs) No. (laughs) I think think you got to roll with Baylor. Even though Baylor can score on anybody, their defense is awful, though. Yeah, uh, any shot you want to get up against Baylor at uh, th- this time right now, you can have. Um, America took Baylor 83% to 17 I think that's pretty much chalk. Next one's very interesting, Utah State and Missouri. Now, you want to look at two, got two teams that have very uh, – they're either going to be hot or they're going to be cold. And if it's going to be cold night uh, – it's going to be first one to 50. If it's going to be a hot night, it could be first one to 100. So these teams are very Jekyll and Hyde, but I do like to take Utah State in this one. I think that they are just going to have too much offense for Missouri to withstand. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised to see Utah State favored in this one, actually. Yeah. The records mm-hmm. are very similar. I, I was really surprised. 
you know, Missouri had a really good showing in the SEC, in the SEC tournament. Uh, Kevin Gates, uh, former Cleveland State coach from last season, uh, one of the young up-and-coming coaches. If uh, we ever get rid of Holtman's ass, I would love to have him in Columbus. Kobe Brown's a hell of a player. They jag up the three. They can run up and down, take Missouri. Okay, and uh, America actually has ended up taking Missouri with Keith there, uh, 58% to 42%. I think that is definitely going to be one to watch. Um, and then the next one, you have Arizona and Princeton. Everyone who uh, ingredients Arizona is going to roll Princeton? Won't yes. be a blowout. They're, Princeton went back to playing that Corral offense. They'll slow them down. Arizona will get them, but I definitely think it could be a scare with 10 minutes left if, if Princeton can play their pace. I will say Arizona is the most complete team when they are playing at their best. Yeah, ask Arizona State that on the buzzer beater. You're right, right. Um, as we go down uh, to the East region, we have Purdue against Fairleigh Dickerson. Um, Purdue, obviously, as 1 versus 16, that's pretty much chalk right there. We will talk about Purdue in length. Uh, we will get to them uh-huh. in a second. Yes, um Memphis and FAU. This is another interesting one. Uh, Memphis just coming off the win over number one Houston in the American tournament. And that is purely the reason I'm picking them to win this game. I think they're just hot right now. And I think they'll roll FAU. Yeah, I agree. You got to play a hot hand on that one. Yeah, this is actually, this is actually being played in Columbus, Trevor. Um, but if you look at this game, this game's probably going to be very high scoring. Uh, FAU's no joke. Um, and if you look at Memphis, the only reason why, they, in my opinion, that they beat Houston with Sasser beat out in the semifinal of the Conference USA tournament. With that being said, I'm a big Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Davis fan. Uh, I take Memphis here. America also took Memphis 68% to 32%. And can I ask you why in the hell they are playing this game at 920 at night in Columbus? Well, uh, just the way the TV works out, especially with the TBS and the four different channels going at once. Hmm. I just think, you know, they've got games out west. Why? Okay. 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 Obviously, there is no sense in the TV decisions. All right, the next one, the one that I'm probably most scared about. We have Duke and Oral Roberts. Keith, before I say anything, let's hear it. Oh, man. That was the worst. I just remember sitting at a bar to beat ups in Dublin about 12 beers deep after this game and against Ohio State. That was that was a dark day. I don't think Ohio State ever uh, really ever got over that. But uh, Oral Roberts is no joke out of uh, Oklahoma, but um, they got Max Abrams and that I the, the kid, uh, the seven-foot-five kid. I can never forget, um, pronounce his name, but yeah. The, Connor he, Vanover. Yep, and he can shoot the three ball too. He can step out. Uh, with that being said, Duke's just too – deep in my opinion. I definitely think this one, you know, this is kind of a five versus 12 that people are interested in. I think Duke wins this game pretty comfortably. Zach, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I've caught a couple Duke games this year. I'm much more of a football guy than I am basketball, I'll be honest with you, but I have caught a couple Duke games. It is sad to see a Duke sideline without Coach K, um, and I really thought they would take a big, a bigger step back than they did, but I do think Duke wins this game. I, I don't particularly think this game's close, if I'm being honest. I've, I've heard that a lot. I, I do get worried about Oral Roberts, and I don't know if it's the Ohio State pushback, but they do enter the... Oral Roberts does enter <laughs> the tournament on a, sev- <laughs> on a seven... Right. Oral Roberts does enter the tournament on a 17-game win streak. So, yeah, that is a little bit... Christmas. 
concerning, but I do know that their conference is really down this year. So, I mean, if you're the best team in a conference, that's definitely going to do. But if you look at who they played in the top 25, um, they're 0-1. They took on number one Houston. They lost by 38. They took on St. Mary's, which is another five seed, and they lost by eight. They took on Utah State, who's a 10 seed. They lost by 10. They took on New Mexico, who didn't make the tournament, lost by seven. And Liberty, who also didn't make the tournament, they won that one by 14, but that was also a conference game. So you look at Houston, St. Mary's, Utah State, all who made the tournament. They lost by double, nearly by double digits to all of them, and that's why I'm taking Duke. America is also taking Duke 71% to 29, so they feel pretty strongly about that. The next one is also an interesting one, as Tennessee and their top player is out. He tore his ACL. He will not be back for the rest of the season, and that is killing him. Z- Zakai Zegler was a great player. He was their top scorer. He was the guy that got everything done for this Tennessee team and made them roll, and this was going to be my pick going into March. I watched plenty of Tennessee basketball living in Tennessee, and they have been awesome all year, and then they lost him, and all the air has gone out of the balloon, and that is why I'm taking the Raging Cajuns. Tennessee in the SEC tournament, they just struggled to score without Zakai Ziegler, and I don't think they have enough time between the SEC tournament and the and the NCAA tournament to figure out where their scoring is going to come from, and that's why I'm taking the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, t- Tennessee, 3-7 and seven here to finish out the stretch, but if you look at a lot of their losses – upper echelon SEC teams. I think they went home to Missouri in the tournament. Bigger question I got, Trevor, what's the vibe on Vanderbilt and Nashville right now? What's uh, Stackhouse? Uh, they like, they do like the job he's doing, especially after beating Kentucky. There and wasn't, Tennessee. I mean, and it Tennessee. was, yeah. And yeah. And Tennessee. Um, but they just, they did just beat Kentucky twice in the past two weeks. Oh, and yeah, before then it was, before it was kind of like, eh, you know, there wasn't, I mean, he was doing great, but he wasn't doing that. But after the beating Kentucky twice in two weeks, it's his, 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 was, his stock is buying right now. Yeah. His ass was on the hot seat. So good. For oh him yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm more, I'm, I'm more excited for Vanderbilt basketball than I am Tennessee. That, you know what? You got reason to be. What about you, Zach? So I got a question. What, what's worse than losing your number one leading scorer? And I would, answer that with my own answer which is losing him three weeks before two weeks before the tournament um i agree i don't think i don't think tennessee's had enough time to figure out where their points are going to come from if i'm honest i don't think this game is going to be very close either and if you're in the betting side take a look at this tennessee's a 14 and a half point favorite without their leading score Mm. 14 and a half something to look at (laughs) right right yeah so um america took Tennessee, 85% to 15%. Um, so they still do feel feel very strongly. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they look. The next one um, is something we also talked about before coming on the air. Uh, Kentucky and Providence. And Kentucky, Jekyll and Hyde, all the way. You get a good Kentucky team, they can beat anybody. You get a bad Kentucky team, they're going out the first day. Uh, I And again, like I just said, they just lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. They did not have the greatest showing it. But again, this team can score, and this team can play defense. If they show up and they, they play the way that they can, they can be a very dangerous team. I think they have a great draw in the tournament. I think they got some easy picks here going up. We will get into that later. What about you, Keith? 
Uh, Kentucky, I think Oscar Shibore and Antonio Reeves are just too much. But the interesting subplot of this game, uh, this is kind of referred to as the Bryce Hopkins game, the Kentucky transfer who went to Providence. Um, I, you know, Ed Cooley kind of considered the other distraction there is Ed Cooley being considered for the Georgetown job as well. What about you, Zach? I just don't really see a reason Kentucky loses this game. Um, I agree with you. If they're hot, they're hot. If they're not, they're not. But I just, for me, I, I just don't, I don't see a particular reason. If they play their game and play their own pace, I don't know why they would lose this game. America also has taken Kentucky 67% to 33%. So um, that's one of the less decisive ones we've seen, but uh, still pretty, pretty one-sided. Next one is Kansas State, Montana State. I have seen some people actually take Montana State in this game. I think Kansas State is uh, really cooling off at this time of year, but I do think that they're going to edge the 14 seed Montana State. Yeah, Keontae Johnson and Marcus Noel, pretty good one-two punch there. I've watched Kansas State beat Kansas um, earlier this season, and they beat Baylor twice. They're pretty solid. I think they're at least good for a win in the tournament. And Zach? I'll just go with the with the field here. I, I have not seen a single second of Kansas State basketball this season, so I'm going to just assume that number three is better than number 14. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to Michigan State and USC. This one is definitely going to be an interesting one. Also, um, looks like this one's tipping off around noon on the 17th, uh, so Friday. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio. So you got Michigan State playing in Columbus, Ohio against USC, who's um, this is, will be a future Big Ten matchup, as weird as that is to say. Um, Spartans, we just saw them play our Ohio State Buckeyes. They did not look good. They trailed about six about the entire game. They did not look great. The only reason that I am taking them is I have watched three or four USC games and they have looked absolutely terrible. Plus you have Michigan state. They're going to be backed by the fans there in Columbus. And I will take the seven seeded Spartans. Yeah. A little bit of home cooking there for Michigan state. I'm going to trust uh, Tom Izzo over Andy Enfield any day of the week in a first round matchup. Yeah. I always like Tom Izzo. I think he's one of one of the greatest basketball coaches that ever do it. If I'm being honest. Um, I have a lot of faith in him. I know that the last Ohio State game wasn't great, but I also watched Michigan State kick our ass not too long ago. Um, I think they're a really good team. I think I think they have this one. I yeah, also Tom, is Tom is a little theatric bitch if you want to get right down to it with the official. He is. He, he is, but one, he gets his point across, and two, he does have a, a sustained success in March. Everywhere, you can't because, deny that. And we talked about this last week. Michigan State has never been interested in the Big Ten tournament. Usually they go home on Friday. Yeah, and because they know they know that's that's not going to get them the trophy at the end of the no. day. They're and more interested their, in winning games the double schedule, title. If you look at their schedule, they've played a top ten schedule. I mean, is it, we have, we'll have them ready. And America decided to take... Michigan State in this one, 61% to 39%. So still pretty decisive. Um, Marquette and Vermont. I think everyone's taking Marquette Ooh. here. Uh, Vermont is a mainstay in the tournament. Seems like they make it every year. Um, America is 78% to 22% Marquette. Is everyone in agreement in Marquette? Can you imagine taking the odds with Vermont and winning that game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ver Ver Vermont can shoot the three ball, but I don't I don't think they have enough. If, if I will say hey, this, Marquette. Marquette reminds me of 2021 Ohio State. Very eerily similar, but I, I'll take Marquette here. 
It seems like every year, though, there is a, uh, you know, a, a two versus 15. That if it's not an upset, it gets close. And last year, that was uh, St. Peter's beating Kentucky. This will be that game out of the two versus 15s. This will be that game. Okay. Well, I mean, I, it, it could be. I, I It's hard. I, I, li- I like what you're saying because Vermont is a very talented team. They're a very veteran-laden team. So I can see why you say that. Um, I It's it's. Those are just ones that I do not like to say they're going to be close because no. the point spread is huge. It's it, but if you have to pick one, I could see why you're doing that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I, I think I think Vermont can cover. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think they can cover. Okay. Um. So then we go to the Midwest bracket. We have Houston, um, Northern Kentucky. Shout out to Houston. the Norse up there by Cincinnati, and uh, so um, that's all I got to say about that. Houston rolls. Everyone in agreements. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we have Iowa and Auburn, and this is a very interesting one. Um, I I thought about taking Iowa and doing the Big Ten, but Auburn can really score, and Iowa, man, you look at their last few NCAA tournaments. They won the Big Ten tournament last year, and they went out in the first round, and it wasn't even close. So uh, they they just. They just fall off. I, I think it's getting to that point to where they start falling off here at the end. And we saw them also last week against Ohio State. I thought that was going to be a, a slaughtering, and Iowa just looked like a shell of itself. So I'm not, I'm not completely sure exactly what we're going to see from Iowa, but what I will say is I don't think they're where they're at in this game. The, the spread's really close. It's Auburn only by one. But you look at Iowa in their last five, I mean, it's it's a loss to Wisconsin. They won 112 to 106 in, in OT against Michigan State. They throttled weird. Indiana 90 to 68, and then they lost to Nebraska, who it's is terrible. And then they lost to Ohio State, which is terrible. So they are really up and down. But because they lost both of those games to terrible teams here in these last two games, I'm going with Auburn in this one. Again, it's really close. This is a coin flip, as most of these games could be. But I'm going with Auburn. Hey, watch your mouth about Nebraska. They they finished the season pretty strong. I'm pretty sure they were 500. So, watch your mouth. Um, no, the football I'm just, team I'm, would take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, by the way, Lincoln, Nebraska, probably the best place I've ever been to watch a college football game. Been there twice. Great atmosphere. Great fans. Good people. Uh, I disagree. I live in Columbus. You know, you you got to be a little bit more cultured there. Um, so. Um, my, uh, hey, my, you come my, down. You, you come down here. They'll tell you why it means more. So, yeah. yeah well, okay. they can go. They they can go fly a kite. I have a um, spot they can lick my ass, Trevor. You tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, why don't why don't you come um, tell our receiver to go night night again after you cheap shot him, and then come back and win the game, and then try to pound your chest about being national champions? I'm not still bitter two months later. Um, what I will say about this game, Bama's playing in Birmingham, which is about 30 minutes away from their campus. This is a, basically a home game for Auburn. Um, Iowa, very Jekyll and Hyde. If they can get the three ball rolling, yeah, maybe. But I'm going to take Bruce Pearl, and I'm going to take Auburn here. And I, uh, If you watch, they played Alabama about a couple weeks ago. They were the better team. They just fell apart at the end. What about you, Zach? You going Big Ten? Uh, yeah, I got to pick the Big Ten. I, I watched Iowa play a bunch of games this year. Um, I, I do think they're a very good basketball team. If they can get it going, I, I definitely think Iowa's got an, got an advantage there. 
Um, an interesting note here, nine seeds have won 11 of the last 16 meetings against uh, number eight seeds, but here America has t uh, taken Iowa 59 to 41%. Miami, um, I'm taking Drake in this one. Senior-laden team, I think it's great. What about you, Keith? Nigel Pack, Jordan Miller. Nigel Pack, name the name of the tournament. That dude can do a lot, transfer from Kansas State. The $1.5 million man, take Miami, the ACC co-champions. Zach? Yeah, I'll take Miami, too. I don't know if they do the turnover chain in basketball, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next one is the second most picked upset, uh, Kent State over Indiana. Um, this one, I I think it's going to be close, guys. I, I, I really like Duke Kent State. Kent State, um, with my Mac ties, they completely took it to Akron, who I thought I who I do really think is a great team. Um you look at Kent State, they lost to number one Houston by five points. They lost to number uh nine Gonzaga by seven points. And then they lost to Charleston, who was also a tournament team by two points. Uh and then Toledo, who I thought was the best team in the Mac. They did beat them twice. We do know about Indiana. Indiana is a very, very strong uh, but obviously, by those Kent State results, you can see that they can play them very, very close. But I do think Indiana ekes this out. I'm just baffled right now that you actually took your Mac classes off and picked IU. I am just, like, fucking amazed right now. Uh, you you can't pick with your heart in this thing. I'm trying to win money He does here. love some action. He does. He does. He'll text you about OU basketball playing some absurd school that you never heard of. And then try to tell you about how they're going to go back to the Sweet 16. Mother Mary's school for the blind, deaf, and dumb. And he's like, we're definitely, this is going to be such a good game. Yeah. Okay. Especially especially when uh, somebody from Ohio State said, oh, they're going to play Little Sisters of the Poor. Okay. Yeah. Well, get get, get your get down to the convo, all 500 fans that show up. Um, okay. And we only show up because it's free Taco Bell. <laughs> or, I mean, or, the kids, or, the ki or the kids that live in the arena. Um, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So real. So this is this one's pretty simple for me. Trace Jackson Davis, Kent State plays really good defense. They're not going to have a big matchup. Uh, and then one of the one of the Big Ten freshmen in the year, Jalen Hood uh took down Bryce Sensenball for the number the Big Ten freshman of the year. I think in Indiana with the two wins over Purdue, um, I think they played their best basketball at the end of the season. Uh, I think Indiana here. And Zach, you rolling Big Ten again? Absolutely. All right, 68 to 32%. Indiana over Kent State. All right, next one I think is also interesting. Uh, Iowa State, very up and down, and you have Pittsburgh. Uh, they beat Mississippi State last night, so they are in. I am going to take Iowa State in this one. I just don't think Pitt's going to have the firepower. I'm going to disagree with you. I think usually most years, I think we see the, the usually there's a team that wins a play-in game. You know, Arizona State looks pretty damn good right now. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I watched Pitt play last night. Um, not greatly coached. Jeff Cable, not the best coach, but um, they got some size. They got the two brothers, uh, the Diaz Ram brothers. They got some size, length. They could shoot the ball. Um, I like Pittsburgh in the upset here. Well, you Zach. Yeah, you know what? I, I would take those odds as well. I think that's a. I think that's a good pick. I, I like Pittsburgh to beat Iowa State here. Okay, uh, and then the next one here, um, oh, real quick, uh, America did side with Iowa State 55% to 45%. That is one of the closest ones we have seen. You Then you have Xavier and Kennesaw State. Anyone taking Kennesaw State in this one? 
I don't think so. How's this only 12 and a half? <laughs> That's a good question. That's absurd. That is really <laughs> I mean, absurd. I, I mean, I really want to know. I mean, uh, you look at Kennesaw State. They beat Liberty by a point in the conference title game. Lipscomb, they played teams such as Queens University, Central Arkansas, North Alabama. Their schedule's a joke. Xavier's going to roll this. This should be easy money. Well, I just got a notification on my phone that San Diego State has not made it to their uh, location yet because apparently Biden's Air Force One crossed right in front of their plane and they had to be grounded. Another reason asleep? we hate Biden. Was, oh, yep. was, was, he, was he asleep at the wheel? Yeah. I, 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 he has I mean, been for the last two and a half years. Right. Right. Two How's gas prices going there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He said he's got it all handled. I'm sure he's, I'm sure hey, he's, just, he's working uh, on it very yeah. hard. Ask the Silicon Valley Bank how they feel. Yeah. Um, Xavier is taken in this game 90% to 10%. Um, next good one, we have Penn State, Texas A&M. I am rolling with Penn State here. Texas A&M has had a great year, but Penn State nearly just won the Big Ten tournament. I liked how they have looked in these past five games. I think they are on a hot streak. I think they are playing great, and I think that they beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M is the most disrespected team in the country. They finished second in the SEC, make it to Sunday in the SEC tournament, and get a seven seed. That is a joke. Uh, Buzz Williams, a very underrated coach. Um, don't get me wrong, Penn State, great season. I like Micah Shrewsbury a lot. Um, you know, Jalen Pickett's a hell of a player. Just, I think Texas a and just a more complete team. Zach, you're rolling Big Ten again? Yeah, I watched Penn State play in the tournament. I think they look really good. I think you're right. They lost to a really good team in the Big Ten tournament. I, I just don't – I just would, I they, would pick Penn State if I was betting. Question for you. They did just play four games in a row, right, Trevor? Four days straight. They did uh, – uh, yes. They yeah, – no, well, no, no, no. They played – They played, yeah, they did play four games straight, and Purdue tried to give them that game – tried to give them that, that title at the yeah. end of the game there. So. But, but I, I, I think – I mean, as stupid as this sounds, I think four days compared to three days, something could be said about that. I think Texas A&M will have slightly fresher legs. Yeah, I could agree with the fatigue issue. I just think Penn State's a better team. Playing in a very interesting uh, situation there because they're going to Iowa, and that's, I mean, that's right there. That's Big 12 country, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, America's taking Texas A&M 63% to 37%. Then you have Texas and Colgate. Anybody taking Colgate here? No. Like Texas is probably one of the most complete teams. Yeah, I agree, Zach. I like their toothpaste, not their basketball. Um, 84% <laughs> Texas um, is taken in that one. You have Kansas versus Howard. You can rock chalk Jayhawk that one. Um, Arkansas, Illinois. This is also going to be a really good one. Um, I am going to take Arkansas in this. I just don't think Illinois, they have looked good at any point. They can win a game by 20, and then they'll lose a game by 20. So I'm going to take Arkansas because they've been a little bit more consistent. So two ways to look at this. You've got you got Nick Smith, uh, you know, bona fide top five NBA pick, and you've also got Anthony Black, probably the best backcourt, one of the best backcourts in the nation. Arizona is going to up and press them, but I will say this: Illinois with uh, with uh, Mayor uh, from Baylor and Terrence Shannon, they got some experience, but Illinois they just they're too up and down. It looked like shit in the Big Ten tournament and pretty much got outplayed uh, from the end of February on. I mean, Ohio State, who showed very little effort at all this season, 
literally made Illinois look like they didn't want to be there. Take Arkansas. Zach? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not going to take Big Ten on this one. I I can't stand Illinois. There's literally zero things about the state that I like. I'm not going to move for their uh, basketball team. But Tell uh, you what, Champagne's a shit. Very well dude. said. Very well said. Chirac. Into the ground. All right. But I just uh, – I, I don't think they have it in them. I, I think they go home first game. All right, so, uh, yeah, so uh, looks like we are picking Arkansas to roll. America is also rolling with Arkansas, 62% to 38%. Next one is also a very interesting one, uh, St. Mary's and VCU. Now, this one is being the one that people I have seen all over the place are picking VCU, and I am also doing it. They are one of the last teams that's going to give you the 60 minutes of hell, and uh, or 40 minutes of hell, just give you out there, and they're going to do whatever it takes, I think, to win this game. I don't like St. Mary's. They get way too cold when it gets down to it against shooting. I have seen them be under pressure against Gonzaga. They did not look great the last two times, and that's their biggest test. And and if you pressure St. Mary's enough and you speed them up, it's all over. And I think VCU, they get out in the fast break. They will have an advantage there. And if they're going to be pressing St. Mary's, St. Mary's looked awful against Gonzaga when they got pressed, and I think that's why VCU is going to win. Definitely think uh, VCU, the hot team right now, uh, they completely just dismantled the uh, A-10 in the tournament. Uh, they're winners of about 10 in a row. Um, you know, they got some ball players. I think they can speed them up. If you're going to take a 5 versus 12 upset, I think this is the one you do it. I think St. Mary's has a tendency the years that they beat uh, Gonzaga, that's kind of their championship. And I think they already kind of feel accomplished. Yeah, I uh, we were talking about twelve fives earlier. I think this will be the one that I would pick um, as as the upset. I think VCU is going to win this game. Interesting to see that America took St. Mary seventy two percent. That's 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 shocking to me. They also this, voted this, for Joe. I take one for for twelve five game. <laughs> I think the spread's about a point and a half. Wow, it's a close game. I just for yeah, like I said, we were talking about twelve fives earlier. This was going to be my pick. Yeah, and this game's being played in New York. That's a long way for St. Mary's to go to. I always think that's going to, the travel is a lot. Um, next one, UConn and Iona. This is very Ooh. good because obviously with Rick Patino being at Iona, I'm sure UConn, when they saw this, they were like, you have to be kidding me. That is the, that's who we drew. Uh, but I do like UConn in this one. Um, I've seen them play a lot of games this year. They were unranked to start the season, got as high as like fifth or fourth. And, um, they're a very good team shooting the ball, and I, I I think that they're going to have too much firepower for Iona. I will be honest, I haven't seen Iona play a lot this year, but from what I know, even Rick Pitino with Iona, he's not had too much success, and you look at some teams they lost to. Um, they lost to New Mexico. They lost to Hof, Hofstra, and that's just not a good sign. Yeah, well, I tell you what, the most exciting thing about this is Rick Pitino going back to the Big East and playing UConn. This feels like the 1990s again. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I'm going to agree with you. If you look at UConn, I mean, they started the season by beating Bama by 15 points. Uh, I think the Big East kind of an underrated conference. You know, Marquette, Creighton, kind of sexy picks to go to the Final Four. UConn as well. Uh, the interesting part of this game, only a two-hour drive for both teams, uh, the Albany. Uh, it's basically like a, like a high school neutral site game. But I'll take UConn here. I gotta admit, this is a bias pick for me. Ever since uh, UConn won the double, the women's and men's championship, I've always really valued UConn as a program. 
Um, I, I picked UConn. Uh, I, I haven't watched a single minute. This is my homer pick of the tournament. America went with UConn 78% on that one. Um, next one's TCU, and uh, it's either Arizona State and Nevada. TCU, hot and cold. I cannot make heads or tails of that team. With that being said, people are saying now this is the one. At Arizona State and Nevada, they do believe that whoever wins that game is going to beat TCU. Right now, I can tell you that Arizona State is up almost <laughs> 30 on Nevada. It's not close, and I took them to cover the spread, so which is so, half, so. <laughs> so there you go. So so for Zach's sake, he's gonna hope that they cover the cover the spread here for tonight. Um, but I I'm gonna I, I just can't see it happening. An 11 seed has also a, a playing team has made the round of 32 ever since there has been playing games. So that is on the line here. I am not choosing for one of them to do that this year, and I'm taking TCU. I've I've actually gotten to watch TCU play a few times this year. Uh, they're tall, they're lengthy, um, and they can play physical. And uh, if you look at their resume, uh, you know they got wins over Texas, Kansas, um, you know Kansas State, Iowa. I mean, it, Providence. I mean, a lot of good tournament teams. Uh, granted, you know, their conference record's not great, but I mean, I think you can make an argument that Big 12 is probably the best conference in basketball. Um, take TCU and this here. Is, this is one of, this is one of those that can get wacky. Um, it, it is slated to start at 10.05 Eastern, which means that's going to get pushed back to probably about 11 o'clock. Um, so, and it's out in Colorado. Um, things might get wacky there. It's on that, it's on that Friday night. Um, so two TCUs and, uh, Zach, what do you say? Yeah. I am watching the Arizona State game and it's not close, but I I don't think I don't watching Arizona State I don't think they have what it takes to beat TCU. Yeah, and going from Dayton to Colorado, I mean or going from Arizona to Dayton to Colorado, that's that's not gonna be easy on them. Right. Um, America decided that uh, they were going to take TCU sixty eight percent of the vote. Uh, the next one, Gonzaga and Grand Canyon. Uh, I think it's pretty simple to say Gonzaga's going to win this one. Anyone got anything to say about that? Yeah, that's kind of a foregone conclusion. Go Zags. Northwestern and Boise State. I originally had Boise State. I am going to roll Big Ten here with Wildcats. I, uh, they just, guys, I I don't know if this is a, I I just, it's tearing out my heart. I want to see Northwestern win a freaking game. I mean, the only thing I that Northwestern has in the tournament is the meme of that kid losing his freaking mind after they went out the first time. So I'm pulling for Northwestern for this one. No other reason than I want to see them win a big game. And Boise State, <laughs> they are very inconsistent. So, Trevor, can you tell me how many times Northwestern's been in the tournament? This would be their second appearance. Yes, so they are 0-1 all time. But I will say this, uh, kudos to Chris Collins. His ass was on a hot seat. He was get, he was projected to be done by the end of the season. What a turnaround. Uh, I'm going to take Northwestern. I mean, they've, they've got the Purdue win. They've swept Indiana. Uh, you know, Boo Booey, great offensive player, Chase Adu. Uh, good team. I'm going to take Northwestern. I think they're a little bit more battle-tested. Zach? I'm I told you earlier when I picked against Illinois, this is the only team I would go against the Big Ten. I'm picking Northwestern on this one. 
All right. Does he stay play on a blue court too, or is it just their football field? Just their football field. But Keith has a thing to say about Oregon basketball. If you want to go on a rant about that sometime. Jesus Christ, that court! (laughs) You can't even watch a game. It's like deep in the woods. Oh, dude, it's it's ridiculous. Like I expect more out of Nike on that. Phil Knight needs to do better. Uh, American took Northwestern 61% to 39%. And I swear, has Boo Booey been at Northwestern for 10 years? He's like Evan Eschmeyer from the 90s. Bro, I, I swear. It's like every year they're like, oh, Boo Booey. And I'm like, again, this dude's been around since I swear we're I've been still, in diapers. We're still doing this? All right. Uh, we're, we're still doing this. We're still he's doing the, this. I, I literally Pat Fitzgerald. They will not fire hey. him. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's it's like that twenty-five-year-old that still goes to like the the eighteen-year-old frat parties. That's what it's got to feel like for him. <laughs> Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but just saying. Oh, there's definitely something wrong with that, Keith. Who, who, who are you kidding? <laughs> Speaking of eighteen-year-olds who probably go to twenty-five-year-old frat parties uh, out in California, where uh, anyone ever, anyone picking against UCLA out here? No. Okay. So then we go this, back up. I will say this: yep. uh, that West bracket by far is the, is the roughest. There are literally four teams in that bracket that can win a national title, in my opinion. Let me guess: Kansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. Yes, Arkansas. but each of those four, any way, any way you turn it, any of those four can win a national title. All right. So then we go back up to the South, round of thirty-two. Alabama and Maryland. We take an Alabama here. We we didn't talk about the Purdue game. Are we going to do that? Oh, we're Zach. That's in the East. We're, we'll get there. I'm sorry. I'm just Alabama. Saying, I think Purdue took the number one spot from Ohio State. I don't think uh, I don't think Purdue should have gotten number one seed. I think Ohio State oh. number one seed overall. Cocaine's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Twitter is also a hell of a drug too. So, um, I'm sorry. So, I said Alabama, Maryland. I meant Alabama, West Virginia. Are we taking Alabama on this one? Yes. Okay. And as we are doing this, um, I have been taking. It seems like we have been deciding two out of three. Um, have been. I'm taking whichever was the consensus here. Uh, the consensus for Sandy it was San Diego State um, over Charleston. So San Diego State and Virginia. Uh, who do you have in this one, Keith? My personal opinion is I would take Charleston Sweet 16, but if we're going to go up San Diego State, I'm going to advance San Diego State. Uh, that will be the slowest game uh, you will ever see played. First team to 55 would probably win, uh, but I, I would take San Diego State in that scenario. I'm just not very impressive for Virginia this season. I don't think they have enough scoring. Zach? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know on this one. I, I wouldn't bet against this one either way, I don't think. Um, I will say this. Virginia's really struggled to score. Uh, they have lost some interior uh, players, and I think that you watch you watch the ACC tournament, and they are just they, – they struggle to score against – Duke all the way, but I do think that they can control this game. San Diego State is not a great offensive team. Virginia is not a great offensive team. I think Virginia is going to use their defense to win this game, and I will take Virginia. Um, but it sounds like uh, the consensus here, Zach, if you didn't make a pick, um, it's my podcast, so we'll go with Virginia. Um, <laughs> moving on, we have Creighton and Baylor. Uh, I, I'm i going to take Creighton. I, I like 
like I said, they they have the numbers to impress me right now. Baylor cannot play defense to save their lives right now. Got to take Creighton. Yeah, I mean, I think if Baylor gets you in a track meet, you can get in trouble. But I, one thing I like about Creighton, Creighton can pl- can play slow. They can play fast. Traditionally, Creighton's been an offensive team, and they can still score, uh, you know, a bevy of points. But at the same time, too, they're more of a defensive team this year. I say Creighton's defense locks down Baylor, and I think Baylor goes home early. Yeah, I think Baylor's basketball defense is just as good as their football defense. I would take Creighton over this. All right, and then we have Arizona and Utah State. Any arguments about Arizona moving on? Arizona is yeah. actually my pick for the tournament, if, if I'm going to spoil it early. Okay. So, Arizona. Okay. Purdue and Memphis. Guys, this is where we're going to talk about it. Who in the right mind gave Purdue a one seed? All they do is throw the ball to Zach Eady and say, hey, big man, do your work. You're going to get fouled. Feet tall. You're going to get fouled, and you are not going to get any fouls called against against you now that they are out of the big 10 and there's not going to be guys slobbing on his knob about the he's the greatest player and he's won the national and he won national player of the year it's not very hard when you're sitting there and you're shooting two feet from the rim but as me and keith both saw in the big 10 game against ohio state what keith he was shooting what under under 60 percent when he no you know, it, was, it, shots? Was worse. it was worse than that i think at one point i texted you uh, in an angry rage, you know, ogre boy, as I called. Um, I think he was at one point like not like nine of like nineteen, maybe like a nine of twenty-one. Um, not very impressive when you're basically playing Papa shot when you've got when you're a foot taller than everybody else. He's like that kid in high school that like really isn't that great at the sport, but he's just a foot taller than everybody else. Right, and he doesn't have to jump and and to dunk. He's not very. He's very unathletic from what I've seen. And he's just, and everyone acts like he's going to be the greatest player. And I think the funniest thing that was is that I was also talking to Keith about this last weekend. He said, <laughs> Keith pulled up his draft status. Keith, what was his draft status? Well, your your point on that was he's going to go to the NBA. And then I'm like, yeah. motherfuckers, I need to get it drafted. I'm like, I think he was a late second round pick. He, he has no lateral movement. Can't play. De- he's not a great defensive player, and he can't step out and shoot the three ball. He'll play again next year. Purdue will be a problem again next year in the Big Ten. Um, but at the same time, too, uh, can anybody say that that's the ugliest kid you've ever seen in your whole life? Oh too? dear God! Oh God! Yeah, dear <laughs> it's, God! It's, it's yeah. a tie between him and Greg Oden, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know, between him, Gene Katie, and uh, Pete the Boiler, Purdue's a weird fucking place. Yeah, and here here the whole thing is what this came down to me. I said, can Penny Hardaway beat Matt Painter in a one-game playoff? I said no, and I went with Purdue. I, I That was kind of my rationale as well. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Nationwide Arena will feel like West Lafayette on Sunday. Purdue travels very well. I've been to the Big Ten tournament a few times. Purdue travels very well. Purdue will be well represented. Take Purdue. Next matchup, um, Duke and UL Lafayette. Um, I'm taking Duke here. Yeah, I um, I have Tennessee here, but yeah, regardless, Duke, either team that they would play, I don't think it'd be. I don't think it'll be close. Take Duke. Yeah. I take what about Duke you, Zach? Well. 
Okay. I think that's safe. Then you have – yeah, yeah. Um, Kentucky and Kansas State, uh, we kind of went over this earlier. Kansas State has basically uh, mostly fallen off a cliff here lately, so I'm taking Kentucky. See, I'm conflicted on this one because I don't really think Kentucky's really beaten anybody, and I think anybody good that they've played, they've been absolutely humbled by this season. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to take Kansas State here. That, and I cannot stand the Wildcat fan base, nor John Calipari, it, or, nor the way that the fan base has treated Calipari. But watch out for him next year. They're going to be elite again. Yeah, actually, Wait, I'm going to take Kentucky on this one. I think I think that's a safe enough choice for me. Okay. Uh, next one, we got Michigan State and Marquette. I am taking uh, Marquette in this one. I, again, Michigan State is just playing terrible right now, and Marquette just went out and won the Big East, which is one of the marquee tournaments. I'm taking Marquette. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take Marquette here as well. Uh, I just don't think Michigan State's balanced enough, nor has enough offense to have the, the, to keep up. I think this will come down to the last four minutes. But I think Marquette just got a little bit more than Michigan State. Yeah, I don't think right, the State has the weapons to make it go. Absolutely. Um, moving to Midwest bracket, uh, we got Houston and Auburn taking Houston again. I think th- I think this is your first big upset of the tournament. Marcus Sasser not playing for Houston. You got Auburn playing in their backyard. Auburn, I don't think reached their potential this year, but they got some players. I think I would take Auburn here. I think Houston's susceptible to the upset. Houston has to play a certain way to win games. Auburn is not the team from the past that gets up and down the floor. I think if Houston plays that type of game with Auburn that they play, Auburn plays the same style that Houston does, and because of that, that's why I'm taking Houston. Zach, what do you say? I I know I mentioned uh, Arizona's my pick. I think Houston is the, is the second most complete team. Um, I, I would be remiss if I if I went against Houston or anything here. Okay. Uh what about Drake and Indiana guys? I, I would I would take Indiana here. Um I think they've got a little bit more. I definitely think uh Trace Jackson Davis would be the difference in this game. Um I, I look for Indiana to make their first sweet sixteen since Tom Crean and Yogi Farrell. Zach, what about you? Um yeah I, I, I... I'm going to go Big Ten. I can't go against Indiana on this one. I also have Indiana, uh, so that will set up Houston and Indiana in the next round. Uh, what about Pittsburgh and Xavier? I I have Xavier moving on. I, again, Pittsburgh, I think uh, if you're these these teams that win the play-in round, they don't usually go past the round of 34. I think Xavier is a very solid team. They were pretty much top 10 all year. They played very well through the Big East. I'm taking Xavier in this one. Bullshit. Ask UCLA a couple of years ago about the play, and they should have won a national title. Um, but I will agree with you. I don't think neither of these teams are really great, to be honest with you. Um, I think Xavier's completely overseeded as a three seed, but I'll take Xavier. I think they've got a little bit more, but I don't think any of the, neither of these teams, to me, are a real threat. I think they both got a nice draw. Yeah, I would agree. I think this the winner of this game is just setting up for an easy next round, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. But I would probably pick Xavier as well. I, I think they're a little bit overrated, but um, definitely I think better than Pitt. 
And this takes us to Texas and Penn State. Um, I'm taking Texas. Anybody else want to go out on a limb and take Penn State? My Big Ten roots only go so deep here. I'm taking Texas. <laughs> Take yeah. Texas, but I think if Texas A&M's there, that will be the matchup of the second day of the tournament. The former oh. Big 12 rivals. That that will be nuts. Tickets, tickets have gone to over $100 for that regional just because, if, because Texas A&M and Texas fans are buying up all the tickets. Yeah, there's a lot of hurt feelings from when Texas A&M went to the SEC about 10 years ago, and then Texas basically comes with their tail between their legs and rejoins the SEC just to go get their ass kicked when they join that conference. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, Texas is going to end up playing Xavier. All right, and then uh, we have Kansas versus Arkansas. Everyone taking Kansas here? This game will be closer to what you think. Um, I, I would probably put it at about five and a half, six points, but I would take Kansas. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think Kansas is is very good. Um, I also like the Kansas fan base, if I'm being honest, so I'm a little bit biased. But, yeah, I I think Kansas has it. All right, so Rock Chalk, Kansas on. Uh, VCU and UConn, I think this will be an amazing game. Uh, In the end, I do think UConn has the scoring and has the guards to wear down VCU in the end. Um, I also think that... UConn's more consistent than VCU on the offensive end. VCU does have a tendency to get into foul trouble just because of the defense that they do play. I think UConn wins this one. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think VCU's style really is conducive to playing with UConn. I think UConn's got the better uh, score and output, and I think they're a little bit more balanced. So I will take UConn here as well. Yeah, I would I would also pick UConn to advance. Uh, we got TCU and Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga takes this one. Um, TCU might make it close for a half, uh, but I do think Gonzaga would drew Timmy down inside. I don't think TCU is going to have an answer. I think Gonzaga is the most overhyped team in this tournament. Um, Absolutely. I think Timmy's Timmy's good, but Timmy's you know got a ceiling, and I think we've seen it the last few years. Chet Holgram made him an afterthought. Um, I definitely think this is the weakest. Gonzaga team they've had in the last decade. Um, Agreed. But with that being said, I'll take Gonzaga and a squeaker, but I definitely could see TCU winning this game. Yeah, I think this one will be close, but I definitely think Gonzaga's got this one as well. And then we have Northwestern and UCLA. Um, UCLA moving on, everyone. This is a sexy pick as an upset in a lot of people's brackets right now. Jalen Clark, their best player at guard. Torn Achilles. Um, I definitely think this one could come down to the wire, but I'll take uh, UCLA in their backyard in Sacramento. I'm taking Mick Cronin all day. I, I mean, he, he was the was the guy, the Pac-12 Defense Player of the Year. Absolutely, but I'm taking Mick Cronin. I mean, you got to think it's UCLA. There's going to be another guy to step up. Yeah, they lost him. They didn't have him for the Pac-12 tournament, and they about won the damn thing. So. Um, I, I really like UCLA still, even yeah, would, even with him UCLA. being out. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then we move on. Um, Alabama versus whoever the hell you want here. It could be Charleston. It could be Virginia. It could be San Diego State. I don't really think it matters. I'm taking Alabama. Yeah, I mean, either of those teams, Alabama, I think, would put them in a track meet. Um, personally, I'm not rooting for Alabama. I've got my own feelings towards they're a little situation down there right now. Um, 
not a very good look on their part, but I'll take I'll take Bama to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I don't like Alabama as uh, as a team, but I would take Alabama in this. Um, next game we have Arizona Creighton. Zach, we know your feelings about Arizona. Keith, what about you? Arizona Creighton. I want to take Creighton here. Um, I just think it, when I look at Arizona, uh, I you know, granted they did beat you, you know depleted UCLA team in the Pac-12 title game. I do think, you know, I, I did think going into that UCLA and Arizona, that would be a battle for a one seed, and it turns out it wasn't. But for, I think Creighton's the pick here. This will be interesting. Um, it will be played in Louisville. So I think that is something also to take a look that Arizona has to fly east. Uh, Arizona is both top three in offensive and defensive efficiency. Um, I like I said earlier in the show, they are the most complete team when they are playing to their ability. So um, I'm going to take Arizona here. Um, again, this this is one of those things with Creighton being in the top five of defensive and offensive efficiency. They they could win this game, but uh, I am going to take Arizona. I just do think they are the more talented, and if they're playing like they should be playing, I do think they win this one. And uh, I I. I personally feel like it's going to be close. Um, if we move on here, we do have uh, Purdue and Duke. This one I struggled with, and the only reason I took Purdue over Duke is because I, guys, I'm scared Oral Roberts is going to beat Duke, and I'm I'm covering, I'm covering it because if Oral Roberts beats Duke, then I could see them playing Purdue. So this is why I took Purdue. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna take Duke here. Uh, but I think this is the first time I think Purdue all season. So, question for you, Trevor: the two, the one team that Purdue struggled with this season, who was that? Indiana. What does Indiana have? Really good guards. They have really good guards, but they also have an athletic big man. Well, Duke has two of them: Filipowski and Derek Lively. And then, if you look at Duke, since they got Nick Roach back from injury, they've been on a tear. I think this. I, I think if you take the complementary pieces and compare between Purdue and Duke, I don't really think Purdue. They rely on two freshman guards. Um, if this game's even officiated remotely, um, normally not Big Ten style, I think Edie gets in foul trouble, and I think Duke's got a little bit more high end depth. I would take Duke here. About you, Zach. I do worry about the referees and involved in. And how how much they baby Zach Eady. I think he did get babied to the Big Ten, um, and so I, I I worry if that carries over at all. And if it does, I certainly could see Purdue beating them. He is also you know what guys you know what guys screw it. You know what I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna take Duke. I'm taking Duke. <laughs> I worry about. I worry about Oral Roberts beating Duke. I I really do. I I am scared shitless about Oral Roberts beating Duke. But looking at everything, everything is telling me that Duke's going to handle that game, and if they do, then we're fine. So I'm 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 taking Duke. All right. I I swear to God, if you guys, I swear, if Oral Roberts beats Duke, and you guys screw me on this, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I maybe are you are you filling out your bracket as we go? I am fit. I no, my bracket's already done. Um, I'm I'm making one 
based on our picks, and I, I'm just keeping track. But I, I I'm going to change that one later on my bracket. I'm, I'm going. Bracket's going to go 100, percent and you're going to win 10 million dollars or whatever that. And then think think okay guys, just think about this real quick. If anyone ever gets a perfect bracket. Your life's set, and you'll never have to make money ever again because you'll be on every show, every late night show, every everything. They'll ESPN it's will have you happened. on every year. Never happened. You, you, never happened. You guys Fox were, Sports be you on guys, there. Do you guys remember those dumbass kids that would try to come to school, at, you know, make their bracket, and then try to be like, "Look at my bracket, it's perfect." It's like yeah. shut the fuck up. You're a moron. Make fun of Trevor. Come <laughs> yeah. on, he's right. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's 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 a reason for that, Zach. He can he you can't read what he writes. So um, yeah, <laughs> nine times out of ten, he you, he you couldn't make heads or tails. It's like, hey, well, I guess maybe maybe he did. Hey guys, that's why I'm on the radio. I don't have to write yeah. anything down. I we can just talk them, about it. We call them Rain Man for years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the next one we have is uh, Kentucky and Marquette. Uh, in my bracket, I. I got Kentucky. I, I think I think this is where Marquette goes out. Marquette did just win the Big East tournament, but also, can, I, I think Kentucky is going to show up in this tournament. And this is where, when you get right down to it, I I think Kentucky's a very dangerous team when you get to this point. So I'm taking Kentucky. I here's the thing: since in the last five years, I've seen Kentucky. Blow more games in a tournament. I don't think Calipari is a great in-game coach. With that being said, Marquette was projected to finish ninth or eighth in the uh, Big East this preseason. I think Kentucky's got more talent on paper. If Calipari can even coach them remotely to what they're capable of, I think Kentucky wins this game. Yeah, I agree. I I don't think he's a great late-game coach either. Um, I just... I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see a, a universe where Marquette beats Kentucky, but it's you know it's a tournament. I, I don't know. I, I would pick Kentucky if I if you had a gun to my head. Interesting point here to make. It will be playing in Madison Square Garden, where Marquette just won the Big East tournament. Hmm. That's, that's cool. Their fans. They're, 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 that's cool. Their fans aren't going to travel. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be like a Kentucky uh, home game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the truth. Yeah, I love it. Um, so the next one we have would be uh, going up to the Midwest region. We would have Houston versus Indiana. Houston, I don't, I don't understand personally um, your guys's love affair of Houston, but uh, in this particular matchup. Um, I guess I'll take Houston, but I, I definitely think if there's going to be a one seed that gets knocked out of this tournament early, it's going to be Houston. And Keith, I I agree. I absolutely agree with you, but it's like I said earlier. Houston has to play a certain style to win. Auburn plays the style that they have to play to win. Indiana will also play the style that Houston has to win. They're not teams that get up and down the floor. They are teams that are guard-centric, and they are teams that Houston can body up with. If Now, if they got into a a track meet with someone, I, I, I would take the team that could get in a track meet with them all day. But Indiana's not going to be that team. Indiana's just, not going to get I up just, and down the floor with them. I, I just think, just mark my words right now, I think you're undervaluing the Sasser injury. 
the growing, I, I think I definitely think there's more to it. You saw what that team looks like when they have Sasser and when they don't have Sasser, and it's night and day. Okay, but Auburn and Indiana, they're not exactly playing the best basketball of the year right now. I mean, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take Indiana here. You know what? I, I think Indiana's got more NBA players than Houston does. The only the only the only caveat with that is I don't think Mike Woodson's a great coach. Kelvin Cal- Sampson. Just year. about to say that. And this is the old, you know, this is this the uh Indiana 08 revenge game for Calvin Sampson? How he put that program back five years. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, God, I mean, you, do you remember when Tom Crean first got there after uh, Calvin Sampson and they won like 30 games his first season? Oh, they, only had, oof, they only had six oof. scholarship players. Yeah, because the Harbaugh's were at every game. <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Zach, did you say you're taking Houston? Yeah, I am going to take Houston on that. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. I see what you mean. They do have to play a certain type, but I – I just don't – I don't know. I, I think Houston wins. All right, then we got Texas versus Xavier. I Name think is- this will be a – I think this will be a great game. I think Xavier could win. I Boy, Xavier's, Xavier's a really good team. Uh, I am taking Texas in this one, but you you, you want to track me and you want, you want to take an over for a game, this is the one. The tournament comes down to a ball-dominant guard that can score, and that's Marcus Carr. Um, if you really look at Xavier, I mean, you know, they've I, – I just I, I just don't see it. I think Sean Miller will get them there here in two years. I think what Sean Miller did this season was phenomenal. Um, they fired Ford, and they were, they were pretty much an embarrassment last season, and they kind of slipped. I think, you know, Sean Miller got back to – National relevancy, but I think they're about a year or two early. Okay, and uh, Zach, you taking Texas also? Yeah, I, I am going to take Texas in this one. Okay, uh, Kansas and UConn, guys. This is the one I want you to tell me why UConn's going to beat Kansas. <laughs> you think so? So I. Here's- I, I, I don't think so, but I can be convinced if your guys' argument is enough. Here's my question. If you really want to get real about this, what's Bill Self's health right now? Really? I mean We don't we is, don't know. We don't know. I think Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, Kevin McCuller, big twelve player of the year, they're 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 most balanced. If anything, they're the one team since Florida that could go back to back. I mean, if you really want to get honest about it, they could. Um, I think talent wise, yeah, you roll with Kansas. If you look at the conference, the schedule, everything else, you roll with Kansas. Kansas has uh, went, you know, they're one and two against Texas, split with Baylor, beat Duke, beat uh, split with Kansas State. I mean, they they played a really good schedule. I think they're a little bit more battle tested. I would roll with Kansas here, but don't get me wrong. If this is uh, the sweet six, this would be the uh, Sweet Sixteen game where you could see a one go down. All right, then I will stick with Kansas. Um, the next one we have UCLA Gonzaga again. Gonzaga's not Gonzaga. The past I'm taking UCLA. Even with Jalen Clark being hurt right now, they still have JB Jack Jockez and Tiger. You remember Tiger Campbell from the title run a few years ago? The little 
six foot point guard that just could distribute the ball and get to the bucket. Uh, of course, he's still there. People forget about. Yeah, that. I, again, he's boo booey. He's he's another one. Like I like. Yeah. How are you still there? Yeah, Tiger the Tiger Cable's still there. Basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people people tend to forget about that, and I, um, you know, don't get me wrong, Gonzaga, and I think you know. For UCLA, there's a little bit of a revenge factor from the final four a few years ago of Jalen Suggs. All right. Well, that leads us to Alabama, Arizona. This is where Alabama goes down. Roll Tide. You can go fuck yourself, Arizona. <laughs> fuck them. Next. Keith? I, I think Bama's a little bit – a little immature uh, for other – you know, some, some obvious reasons. Um, Brandon Miller, you know, hell of a player, probably top five pick. Uh, they got really good rim protection. Um, if I was betting money, I would take Bama here, but I'm going to go with you guys. Fuck the tide. This is why I'm taking Arizona. Alabama's not even in the top 30 offensive and defensive efficiency. Arizona's number two. That there. You, you want to compare? You, you want to? You want to compare conferences too? You can compare conferences all you want. I think Arizona's the most complete team that there is when they're playing their best. I mean, you also look at, like, I agree. Uh, Bama's got the win over Houston, swept Arkansas, swept Auburn. I give you they lost to Gonzaga. I'll give you that. UConn, some early losses. But they completely dominated the SEC. I also think that that whole gun situation with their kid, I think that's going to affect them. Today, they hired they hired <laughs> paid security that armed, is going to armed. escort armed escort escorted security that is going to take that kid around. It, they are going to get berated by the media when they go to these places about why is this kid playing. I think they are going to have a hell of a time dealing with that mentally. And when they get to this game, that is going to be the third or fourth game where they're already going to have to answer questions before they play this. And they, I think Arizona is going to be the better team. It's going to start to wear on them and it is going to show. And, and Arizona being the more complete team, I think they'll take this. Alabama's response to that is 100% unacceptable. You have a unacceptable. You have it's deplorable if you really want to get down to it. You have a mother of a five year old who was gunned down by an Alabama player, and you're gonna you're gonna tell me, okay, like Trevor, if I text you and I say, hey, bring me my gun, I, I need it. What, what would you do? Why the hell do you need your gun? Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm pretty sure they used his vehicle as well to complete they did. the, uh, yeah. So, how, how in the hell is this kid, you know, A, how's he still playing? He's B, an accomplice to murder. Yes, yes. And then, accomplice to murder. And, and then, Nate Oach okay. said, Nate Oach said he can play because, because he is saying, he said, oh, he just. He's working with authority. He's doing things fine. He's, He's doing his end. He's answering questions. He was an accomplice to a fuck murder. Yeah. I mean, Are like, you kidding me? Let me ask you a question. If that was any other 19-year-old kid, would they be sitting in a jail cell right now? Absolutely. Uh, fucking A, you're right. Um, NATO, Everyone knows that the Tuscaloosa police favor Bama, and they don't want to see Then this is Bama's best shot to ever win a national title in basketball. 
They're, they're, yeah. they're not going to jail this kid. And I guarantee you, Keith, we've had this conversation. Something's going to come out after the tournament oh, yeah. is done about this kid, about how much involvement he had. And guess what? If they do win the title and more comes out about this kid, I hope they get stripped of it. And I hope this kid has to go sit in a jail cell because you do not get to sit there and, and be an accomplice to a murder. And then the next night, go out and play basketball. And in your introduction, while you're being out, you act like you're being strip searched. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm all I'm all for, you know, the judicial system, due process. I'm all for that. You know, like let it play out in court. But at the same time, too, if I'm Alabama, yeah, you gotta go somewhere else. We're not having this around here. You know, like in NATO's response to that, you know, basically saying, you know, oh, he's a great kid, you know, works really hard, and then had to come out two days later and be like, Yeah, I should I was a little insensitive. Like, what the hell do they put in the water down there? To make people, you know, just like they live in their own little bubble and nothing else matters. Like, I, mean, I live in Columbus, Ohio. Don't get me wrong. Ohio State's very much like that, but you would never see something like that up here. It's it's not. They're, they're, the they're not going to have a fun tournament. They're not going to have a fun tournament. I'm Every sorry, Zach. Every they saying? play in will turn on them. Brackets aside, exactly. gambling aside, you have four fan bases in every arena for every session. All three of those fan bases will turn on that team. It will be very hostile, and it, it, I'm telling you, it, it'll, it'll be one of two things. Either they rally together and they go through it. But, I mean, even even during the SEC tournament in Nashville, they made his life hell. I mean, you've got Zach, South what's Carolina your fans fans. about it? you got South Carolina fans chanting murder when you're shooting three of theirs. We're not talking about Jalen Rose in a crack house. We're talking about killing somebody. <laughs> and, Zach, what's your feelings? I, I feel like he's going to fit in great in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. That's... You know what? Maybe, maybe the Grizzlies should draft him. I mean, he's not, yeah. he, he's not Jerry Wright, Ray Rice, but I mean, he'll be fine. <laughs> him and John Morant rolled around together. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so Arizona, everyone. Um, so we're... Next, we uh, since you guys have completely swayed me, and you you're you're doing it again. We have Duke versus Kentucky. Um, I did not have this coming to the show. I'm taking Duke. This is a rematch of the greatest college basketball game ever played in the Elite Eight in the Spectrum in 1992 of Christian Leitner. With that being said, Duke too deep, too strong. I think this is I think this Duke team is going to be a lot like uh, Hubert Davis's run with North Carolina last year. Zach, uh, man, I don't know. I, I, I know we, <laughs> the Oral Roberts thing really bothers you, and I can tell. But uh, I do, I do think this Duke is is Duke team is very powerful. I think they have too much, especially their bench players. I think they win this game. I swear to you, if Oral Roberts beats Duke, I will send you both the ugliest text you have ever gotten in your life. That's not Dude. true. I'm divorced. Uh, you know, <laughs> Zach, I was just about to say, and Zach, you have to deal with Beth. So I, you know, it, 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 you, you'll see. You'll see. My track record. You'll my see. track Beth, record's Beth's not attitude. <laughs> Beth's attitude is a lot like Ohio weather. If, if you're tired of it, just wait 15 minutes, and it'll change on you. <laughs> All right. Well, that will get put to the test. Uh, 
Next, we have Houston or Texas. Um, I'm taking Texas in this one. This is where Houston uh, finally falls out because Texas will run them to death. This game, Texas and Houston, to get to Houston, battle Texas, this is going to be very, very, very entertaining. Uh, really what this comes down to for me, Texas, 9-6. and six, And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, the Chris Beard shit aside, I definitely think they went through a wall Definitely think this team could have been a one seed. You know, you take all the Chris Beard bullshit out of it. Um, Texas is nine nine and six against the top twenty five. Houston's played two top twenty five teams this season. I definitely think Texas is going to be the more uh, equipped team for a game of this nature. And Zach, you got Texas over Houston. I do. Yeah, I think this is where my Houston fantasy love runs out. I don't think they have what it takes. All right, then we get to the West, and a very. Uh, by the way, that Houston Texas game, I can imagine what ticket prices will be for that. That's oof, wow, Kansas Kansas City. Yeah, it, yeah. I I mean, you're still sitting right there uh, in Big Twelve country. I mean, that's yeah, that's going to be huge um, if that actually plays out. So uh, next one, Kansas UCLA, which is awesome. And here's the only downfall here for Kansas. You are playing out in Las Vegas. That is strictly Pac-12 country. I think UCLA, I know they have the injury, and I know what that means to them. But Kansas, every single time, they have been put to the <coughs> test. They have, I just don't feel like they've done great. They're 7-7 seven and seven versus the top 25. That's not something that's going to jump. That's not something that jumps off the page at me. I mean, I, this could really go either way, but I'm I'm taking UCLA in this one. UCLA got swept by Oregon. To me, that's enough said. With that being said, as well, I just think Kansas has a little bit more depth, and I really think if you really want to get honest here, Kansas got absolutely screwed getting put in this bracket. Um, not being placed in the Midwest, Kansas should have been playing in Kansas City in the in the in the regional round. Uh, but that's not the bracket we have. Uh, but I will still I'll, I'll roll with Kansas here. Um, you know I think I, I you know like I said a lot of it comes down to Bill Self's health to me, but I'll roll with Kansas. And Zach, you're the tiebreaker. No, UCLA or Kansas. I don't, I don't think I think um, I have hated UCLA for a long time. A long, long time. I don't. I'm not gonna pick them to win this game. Sorry. Chris. Okay. So Kansas, it is. All right. So we have Arizona versus Duke. Um, for in the final four, Zach. We know you have Arizona. Keith, what say you? So, I think. I don't know. I don't really trust Tommy Lloyd. Uh, to be honest with you, from Arizona. I mean, they they've had some great teams. I think they just lost too much. They, you know, they had the two first-round picks from the NBA draft last year. I just think they lost too much. I think Duke's size can be a problem for Arizona. Um, I would take Duke to the national title game here. I'm taking Arizona uh, in this one. Um, Duke's going to lose to Oral Roberts, so enough said. Um, and on the other side, we have... Um, uh, in all honesty, I, I even if Duke does get there, I'm, I'm taking Arizona. I think Arizona, um, again, most complete team. Duke is not anywhere near the top 30 in well, offensive let me ask you a question. efficiency. 
Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you ever saw Arizona do it? When have you ever? When was the last time you ever saw Arizona make a deep run in the tournament? When was the last? Probably Lou Olson was probably the yeah, coach. It's been, it's been a long fucking time, hasn't it? It's been a long fucking time. But here's the thing: this is not the Duke team of old, Keith, and they struggled in getting to to fifty against Virginia, who's not very good. Well, that's also what Virginia and what and Keith. Do. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. These teams that come off these heaters and win their conference tournament, especially big ones, what usually happens to them when everyone's been telling bro, them you're so bro, you great? Just, you just contradicted yourself. That's just what no, 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 no. But I, I, you might, you might think that, but a lot of more people are higher on Duke than they are Arizona in this one. Well, that's because the Pac-12 is garbage. Other than UCLA, the Pac-12 is garbage. Okay, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Go, I mean, go ask a. Go ask Bill Walton how he feels about that. Oh, it's the Conference of Champions. The Conference of Champions. And he's a, I, I wonder when he I wonder if he comes to the when UCLA moves to the Big Ten if we're gonna become the Conference of Champions. No, no, no. Um SNL, they they completely shit on him a few weeks ago and it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so we have Arizona um over Duke, uh two to three, and then we have Texas and Kansas. Guys, I had UCLA going to this game, so Persuade me. I had UCLA also playing in the championship game. Persuade me why. Persuade me whether Kansas is going to be Texas or Texas is going to be Kansas. So here's the here's the white elephant in the room. This is basically going to be played in Longhorn Country, uh, in Houston. With that being said, I think Kansas. So if we look at the tail of the tape. Kansas was one and two against Texas this season. So do you really put a lot of stock in that? Maybe. I think um, Kansas has a little bit more pedigree. Uh, Texas is more of a transfer-based program, and they also have an interim coach who's basically coaching for his life right now. Um, So in a coaching matchup, I would take Bill Self, and I would take their front-end talent. I think this will probably be the best game of the Final Four, um, either of these teams are worthy of winning a national title, but I, I would roll with Kansas here. And Zach, uh, Texas or Kansas? My gut wants to tell me to take Texas, but I just don't know that I can. I think Kansas is an extremely deep basketball team. I'm going to go against my gut and probably say Kansas. I'm going to take Texas because I watched that Big 12 title game and Texas absolutely annihilated Kansas. Um... And it's going to be in Longhorn Country. I think that's going to be too much for Kansas to overcome. You trust so, Rodney Terry? Uh, I. I'm just no. saying that's that. I mean, I'm, no. I'm, 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 that's that's all I'm throwing out there. Someone, no. someone like Bill Self, who's won two national titles and knows how to you know get his team up for the tournament. Make you know the biggest thing about the tournament too is knowing how to prepare on short time. Now, granted, this Final Four is not applicable to that, but at the same time, too, you know, in a situation where Texas, you know, Elite Eight game, Sweet 16, you know, you got a 48-hour turnaround. Bill Self knows how to have his team ready. I don't think Rodney Terry does. And we also just went with a two-seed, two six-seed, two-seed, one-seed in the Final Four. That's good. That doesn't You don't sound want like... all ones and twos. That's good. You don't want all ones and twos, but that's a lot of ones and twos still. It is a lot of ones and twos. You don't see them usually get that far. You don't usually see that happen. Um, Anyway, Arizona versus Texas for the title game. 
I have Arizona. 61-54. Say it again. My mic broke up. Say it again, Trevor. Arizona, I have winning the title. 61-54. Yeah, I also have Arizona winning. Um, I didn't put a score down, but I would assume it's going to be really close. For the sake of this program, I will take Kansas. But if you look at... If you really sit down and look at Zona's path, having to go through Creighton, Bama, and Duke, that is the roughest path to get to a national title game. So I'm going to take Oral, I'm going to take Trevor's Oral Roberts stance here, and I'm going to take Kansas just based off the fact that I, my personal belief, I don't think Arizona can get to a Final Four. Well, the pick was Texas, Keith. So what about Arizona versus Texas? <laughs> no, well. <laughs> I would I, then I then I would then I then I suppose I would roll Texas against Arizona. Keith, what what's what's your hate against Arizona? Why why don't you like Arizona? I just well, I mean okay okay let me let me rephrase that question. Why do you like them to get to the final four, but don't like them to win the title? I really don't like Arizona to get to the final four. If you Who do you think be, they're going to lose to Creighton? I think they could lose to Creighton. I think they could lose to Bama, and I sure as hell think they they could lose to Duke. Unless Duke loses to Oral Roberts, right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if you really look at paths here, if you go through this filled-out bracket and you really sit down and start studying, you know, the path to get there, Arizona, by far to me, this is probably one of the rougher paths. Like Texas, no. You know, like Xavier, to me, overrated. Houston, down Sasser. I think Texas has got a pretty good walk through there. Uh, Same, you know, Kansas. Yeah, UConn's kind of up and down. I think Hurley's kind of overrated as a coach. Um, and then, you know, you look at UCLA. Yeah. UCLA could beat Kansas if they had Jalen Clark. So, I mean, I really think if you look at paths to the final four, I definitely think in this bracket, Arizona would have the roughest time. They're more susceptible to a loss to me. So that's, that's, that's my hatred that. And if you really look at the PAC 12, what they got three teams in, that's an indictment in that conference. And, Usually you see teams like the Big Ten never get out of the first weekend and we always get nine teams in. I mean, yeah, I give you that. But at the same time, too, when was was the last time you saw Arizona do it? And when was the last time, other than UCLA, I'll give you UCLA a few years ago, but other than them, when was the last time they've done it? No, I'll, 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 I'll absolutely, I'll absolutely get that with, you know, be with you. But when was the last time? That you know Texas got it done. When was the last time that Houston got it done? They're a one seed. What was the last time Houston you know that Purdue got it? Done? Purdue's not know. even Purdue's not even been in the Final Four in, all, in almost forty years, and they're a number one seed. Yeah, and Houston we all know Alabama's. Here. We also know Alabama's not great in basketball for a lot of years, and they're a one seed this year. Yeah, well, you're also forgetting Houston did make it to a Final Four two years ago. Point that out. Okay, so okay, so point that out. Thank you for correcting me, but at, at the same time, we also know that this basketball season has been the most unpredictable of any season, so yeah, I mean, sure. take it for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, you could have an eight seed get there. Hell, you could have a 12 seed. I mean, yeah, I mean, there. It, this is honestly the weakest college basketball, se- most underwhelming college basketball season I can remember in a long time. Now, granted, some of that's probably my team was dog shit this year. And uh, I boycotted going to home games at the shot this year, uh, which I've never done. But with that being said, there's not a great team in this bracket. Like there is not one team in this bracket where you're just like, oh, shit, I don't want to play them. It just doesn't exist. 
Would you guys agree with me? Throw out throw out the one versus sixteen seeds. Would you guys agree with me after that? And 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 maybe to throw out the two versus fifteen seeds. After that, is it pretty much coin flip? Yeah, I think you have to kind of look at the match. I don't, I don't think it's just 50-50. I, I think if you look I, at the matchups, it's a little bit different than that. I, I agree with Zach on that. Um, I Trevor, I think the three, four verse, I think the fourteen seeds are a little weak here too. Montana State, Grand Canyon, Kennesaw State, US UCSB, which UCSB has been competitive in the last few tournaments. They've definitely put some scares in people. Um, but I really think until you get to that. Uh, you know, that, that four verse, um, that four verse 13, I think that's, you know, the Virginia Thurman's, the Indiana Kent States, um, you know, even the, I, the Iona Patino game against UConn, um, Louisiana, who you took to beat Tennessee. Um, yeah, four verse 13, that's kind of your mesh point. I think the point, the point I think that I was trying to make is you could, you could literally make a case for thirty of these teams to win the to win the title this year, and it's I don't ever remember it being like that. I don't that. know that I'd go that far. I don't know. That I, I'd go I think that that's far. a little extreme. I think twenty. I think twenty is a good number. Uh, Fifteen to twenty. Usually, most years it's four to eight, maybe. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just a little, I, I guess I'm just a little more I guess I'm just a little more bullish than you guys are about this season and I I've, I I mean just well, the amount of basketball I've I've gotten to watch over these past a, a couple weeks there's a lot of teams that be... you've uh, you've you've got you know between the, the the kiddo waking up you've got some Homer Simpson ass prints on that couch how do you work that in. How do you how do you how do you work in that the little crease? It's like oh, the it's groove. Like, you know, yeah, how do you work groove. in the groove? Yeah. How do well, you first of all, first of all, I got to move the dog out of the way. Second, and then after the dog's out of the way, I have to sit up there. I put a pillow against the armrest and I just I just work it in with my back, you know. And then it goes from the back to the ass, and then you just sit there and you make yourself a nice little crease. You stretch your legs out. You take the whole couch. You take the whole couch to yourself. You put the kid on a boppy pillow. You got the kid. You feed the kid. You hold the kid, and the kid just sits there and watches basketball with you the entire weekend. It's going to be a great weekend in this house. You know, I'm proud of you for having uh young emerson in uh the uh highest state year you haven't let that wisconsin shit infantry no 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 no. they i told him he can i already told them that he can pick any team that he wants to he can root for any team that he wants to get for but the one thing that he does not have a choice over is high state he can pick any nfl team he can pick any mlb team Please Thank God, God, I will not let him be. I will not let him be a Reds fan. Yeah. Um, and so that jazz and Niner bullshit too. Yeah, Please. and 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 I'm not gonna let it. And I and I won't. I won't ever bring that on him. And I will let him make his own decisions. But he will not have a choice. He will be an Ohio State fan. Thank God. Okay, okay. so that so can. Real, so real quick, um, you, you did mention uh, the uh, argument you wanted to have. I think I think we're kind of. I think we've kind of uh, beaten a horse here in this tournament. If you guys want to talk some NC2A football real fast. Yes, I, that's the point I was going to make. Uh, real quick, Arizona is our champion in the brackets. Um, I, this episode's definitely ran a little longer uh, than I than I wanted it to here, so we'll try to keep this uh, from five to ten minutes. But there was a very interesting conversation that I found earlier this week. said, who, um, turning our attention to football, who is going to win a national title first? Nick Saban or Ryan Day. Keith, we both feel like 
that's Nick Saban purely for the fact that we've seen Nick Saban do it and we haven't seen Ryan Day. However, my co-host here, uh, Zach, has some very, very strong feelings about why he thinks it's going to be Ryan Day. And Zach, why don't you go ahead and tell us why? I'm not saying that I think it's going to be Ryan Day. I think your opinion that I've seen him do it is bullshit. That's it. I think that's where I, where, that's where I have a hard time. Because if you look at the last several times Ohio State's been in the playoffs, I mean, there was – I mean, the, that was obviously a fumble in the Clemson game, and that changes the, the tide of that entire game. The, the no-call tar, no targeting in the end zone changed that entire game. I think we, I think we beat Georgia, and we win a national title this year. I think it's – it's down to margins, and I just – I think there's a lot of up in the air right now. I think our quarterback situation uh, I'm not really sure about, uh, but Alabama's also replacing their quarterback. I think Nick Saban's oh. an amazing coach. I hope I, – I always – every time they lose, I always post, fuck Nick Saban, fuck Alabama, forever and ever, amen. I just – I think your, your reasoning for saying it is bullshit. Okay, let, let's go back to that Ohio State-Clemson game that you just said. Do you understand that LSU was going to be waiting in the wings over there, and they beat us by ten, right? I I am not saying that I don't that I think LSU would have lost Ohio State. I, all I'm saying is, you have seen several times in the last few years where Ohio State goes to the playoffs, and our game ends up being what should have been the national title game, and I think the two marquee matchups for that are. Ohio State, Clemson that year, and Ohio State, Georgia. I would also say that the year that we beat Clemson was a was a pretty good, pretty good game. Alabama stomped the shit out of us, and I, I think that's a, more than a fair assumption of what happened that year. But yeah, I, but I just so here. But here's the thing: you have to beat those top echelon teams. He got curb stomped by Alabama regardless of how you feel about that Georgia game, whether we got screwed or not, he still lost to Georgia. And he's got a losing record against Michigan. Yeah, but that coach, the coaching isn't what lost us that game against Georgia. Or, can we at least agree on that? I, I mean, it comes down to the last play of the game. No Ruggles is automatic from that distance. He kicked the shit out of that ball and shanked it. Poor no, the coaching, no, 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 no. The coaching lost us that game because Kerry Combs. Kerry Combs fucked us yeah. in that game. It wasn't Kerry Combs, Trevor. By the way, he's at what? Kerry, are, are you talking? Oh, about I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim Knowles. I'm sorry, Jim yeah. Knowles. You're you're exactly so, correct. Jim Knowles. Jim Knowles lost us that game. So, so here's here's my point. In the Clemson game that we lost. Now, granted, there were unfortunate calls, but at the same time, too, you can look at any of those games. Uh, uh, being a Buckeye fan, I can point to any loss over the last five years, with the exception of Purdue and Iowa where I can point to a specific moment and say, yeah, we got fucked here. And every single bit high-profile game loss we've had, it's all come back to defense. It's And we cannot make the big play on defense. We have not had it, with the exception of 2019 when Halfley was here, we have not had defensive backs that play their assignment. And if you really look at it, our defensive line has actually become rather, you know, JTT had the big Penn State game. But you know we're not we don't have the Chase Youngs anymore. We don't have the Laurinaitises. We don't have the Hawks. We don't have the corners. We don't have the safeties. We have a lack of we have a void of top end talent on the defense. And if you look at that Clemson game in 2019, 
It was the fact, you know, you talk about margins. It's because we've, we we've, we have not been able to make the big play in the moment. Fields turned that ball in the end zone to Olave, picked off. Clemson, the year we blew him out, yeah. That, that Clemson team was up and down all year anyway. That was a hell of a win. But you look at the defense again against Bama, got exposed. You can point the ruggles with that kick, but at the same time, too, if you're going to give up two scores, you're going to give up one play drive and let the safety just basically, you know, on an island just fall down. I mean, you can't do that in those types of games. When you get to a Final Four scenario, that's the best of the best. There's a reason why those teams are there. And if you make critical mistakes like that, you will lose every single time. And, and, and not, Georgia, Georgia to go we're up, though. About, we're, we're talking about Ryan Day, though. We're, we're talking about coaching. We're not talking about, the, you know, the player makes a mistake. He's on an island and the guy throws a fucking 80-yard pass. How's we're that not coaching? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that's his that's program. That's an in-game mistake. Yeah, but you can't – Yeah, but, yeah, but Georgia – These are Georgia, humans, too. But Georgia, Georgia was struggled the whole game, and then when they needed to go up on offense late in the game, they went right down the field on our team yep. and, and put it in the end zone. Don't get yeah, wrong, that's Stetson I, Bennett being a fucking leader, bro. Okay, and and no. okay, so and I, and that's I, still that's I, still I, an indictment on Ryan Day saying and he did the job. And, and honestly, I think you're wrong too with the Ruggles thing. If you really look at that last drive, Stroud with about a minute left had that long thirty to thirty five yard run. And then we basically went into panic mode. We should have at least tried to get another first down or two. We basically tried to center the ball at that point for a, a questionable kick. I mean, Ruggles was great within 40 yards all season. That was a long kick for Ruggles. Now, granted, he shit himself in that moment. I won't disagree with you. But at the same time, too, we were moving. You know, Georgia was under our heels. And we decided, yeah, let's go ahead and just set up for the field goal right now. We should have been in attack mode. I would, I could have lived with something stupid happening, but you had all the momentum. You had them on the ropes, and you let them escape. I, I, I disagree. I think if, let's say CJ goes and, and we're in attack mode and we're going fuck a field goal, we're going for a touchdown, and CJ throws not, an interception, we're going. Why in the fuck are we not kicking a field goal? I, and why I'm are not, we not kicking a safe field goal? I, and I'm not, I'm not saying go for a touchdown, but I think you could have gotten another ten to fifteen yards and made that a very easy kick. I, I just don't think that kick was too hard for him in the begin with. I, I've seen him kick those. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I won't disagree with you. You know, as 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 a senior kicker, you got to come through right there. But you know, at the same time too, you know, you were up thirteen points in that game with six minutes left. I mean, end of the day, you know, you, you got to finish. And I don't care what level of football you're you're up thirteen points of six minutes. That's on you. You got to you got to find a way. But if I'm you not saying to, that you don't fight for more yards. So I think the point that we're all missing here, so we're talking about the future. Um, Ohio State, and I, th- I know Trevor and I have talked about this, Ohio State is struggling mightily right now with name, image, and likeness. Alabama has a full facility now. 
just based off name, image, and likeness. You look at you know, you, you know, a lot of these big schools right now. Look at what Texas A and M did. I mean, shit, they had like 13, 15 five star kids. Uh, Texas, they're still ass, but they, you know, they had a lot of freshmen last year. Um, you know, you look at Texas, some of the kids, you know, Ohio State consistently over the years has been able to go raid Texas. Now Texas is getting Arch Manning, Quinn Ewers, which I hope Quinn Ewers fails. I can't stand that kid. And I want his mullet. What the fuck are you thinking? But my point is Ohio State has fallen behind the times with NIL unless they get NIL fixed. And if you really, and they learn how to go back to playing a physical brand of football. Um, their running game, not very consistent the last few years. Offensive line, not really getting the push. It's kind of become a finesse football team. It's not the um, old school, you know, Urban Meyer teams where you were fast and physical. I feel like Ohio State's kind of, you know, kind of turned into a Big 12 type, you know, team the way they play a little bit, at least in the big games. Yeah, you better hope you stay as healthy. Yeah, no shit. I uh, I sent you this uh, the other day, Trevor, but I don't know if Keith saw it or not. But um, apparently the NIL shit is about to go to the U.S. Uh, House of Representatives. They're going to try and figure something out to maybe even this out. Well, I mean, the NCAA should have got... to be first place. The, the NCAA needs to step up here. I mean, you can't pay kids to come to your school. Now, if they're already there and they're performing, like Maurice Clark, for example, okay? Back in 02, he would have made quasi millions in Columbus. I mean, people were making money off selling his shit everywhere. He didn't see a dime of it. In that type of situation, uh, that's Ed O'Bannon. That is the reason for that. But um, yes, yes, you're and you're right. Um, my opinion, though, is um, you know, if, if if kids performing or and he's already there pay the shit out of that kid. You know, like if he, you know, if he's legitimately, you're using his name, image and likeness, but to, you know, if I think about this, put back to both of you, let's just say you're 18 years old. You're a diehard Buckeye your whole life. High estate recruiting you. This is how high state's recruiting right now. Well, don't you want to be a Buckeye? Don't you want to go to the NFL? And then you get some school like Miami. Hey dude, come down here. We'll give you 1.5 million. When you're 18, what are you going to do? Yeah. Take the money, man. You got to, and that's and that's I mean that Rushonda that that Jalen Rushonda kid who committed to Miami, got paid, then decommitted, went to Florida, signed an NIL deal, and then realized he wasn't getting the NIL money that he was supposed to get. Now he ends up in Arizona State. You're gonna keep seeing shit like that. Yeah, I think I think they should in, impose a a rule where you have to sit out if you transfer. I think they should go back to that. I I I think it's completely out of hand and I and I'm not against players getting paid. I think millions is way too much. It's way too much and it's ruining college football. I'm See, I'm okay with I'm okay if we're talking about transfer rules. I'm okay in a situation where there's a coaching change. Let's just sure. say you know it, it, a coaching change. I'm okay with, and I really thought the uh, you know the Joe Burrow type deal 
where, you know, you didn't have to set out if you were a graduate. I did get put emphasis on finishing college, not saying college yeah. is the end all be all for, you know, but at the same time too, it was a reward um, for, you know, taking care of business. Yeah, you and- finish school, you get, you get what you, you get your degree, you get what's coming to you and then you're free to go wherever that I, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I'll let you get back to your point, but I think we're in agreement on that. Yeah. I mean, you look at Burrow, you look at Russell Wilson, there's a lot of great stories, you know, mature kids coming in the new programs and, you know, they, they built themselves, you know, you know, and, and the thing is, if you do things the right way, you know, and that's the other thing too, that drives me nuts. When I listen to NIL, I, I paid for my own college. I, you know, I worked throughout college. I paid my own college. It was a bitch. And, you know, these kids are getting free room and board books, you know, free college degree, any program they want. And then guess what? Even if you're just an okay Ohio State player, guess what? You're either going to do local radio and be horrible at it, a.k.a. Bobby Carpenter, or you're going to be an insurance salesman, real estate, car dealer, and you're going to make a shit ton of money because you have a name. Either way, you're going to be okay in life. You have an advantage over 99% of the population. So are you saying that, that a college degree is enough of compensation for you? Play. I mean, is that, is it... I mean, what I paid eighty five thousand for my college, and you know, you know, I had to pay for my own food, my own books. Um, you know, room and board ain't no ain't no joke. Do um, I mean don't don't get me wrong? I'm okay. Oh no, I think a... I agree with you. Is what I'm saying. I think yeah, I, the fact I mean, that they get a free education should should be enough of a <laughs> go fuck you to the rest of us. Yeah, I mean. You know, don't don't get me wrong. I think you know Johnny, the Johnny Manzels of the world that like are legitimately um, producing you know revenue to the university. Do they get a cut of it? Maybe, but at the same time, too, where does it stop? You know, do we have to start paying? You know, the non-revenue sports, golf, lacrosse, everybody else. You know, do we have to start compensating them too? Like, there's just no line drawing the sand, and the NCAA has done a very poor job of doing any type of policing here. Very uncharacteristic of the NCAA to drop the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got you got the little Wades of the world taking coaching jobs, even though they're on FBI wiretap saying, I gave him a strong fucking offer. It's like, what are we thinking? All right, guys, I think I'm going to uh, end it here. We are coming up here on an hour. I know it's getting late over there um, where you guys are at almost midnight, so I'm going to end it right here. Um, come back next week. We will take a look on how our bracket is doing and also jump into some spring football. I want to thank Keith Weller for being on the show here today. Um, and Zach, we'll uh, see if you show up next week. And um, if not... I'll be here next week. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and I will, definitely, uh, I will definitely look forward to doing this next week. And... Uh, We will see you guys then. All right. Take care, everyone.